Hello and welcome to I Have a Story to Tell with Wazanai Mabuto. Today, I am so excited and honored to be speaking to Teboho Mpahlele. Teboho is a 19-year-old female and an aspiring chartered accountant, and she's currently in her second year uh, and complete in her second year completing a BCom accounting degree with the University of Johannesburg. She is the founder of Lead Young SA Foundation, and she's doing amazing things uh, uh, at such a young age. And I'm so excited to speak to Teboho as, as she's going to speak to us about how she's navigating the on online learning space um, as she had to transition in 2020 from being uh, uh, fully uh, uh, physical uh, face-to-face uh, uh, lectures um, to now a fully online learning and I hope this is going to help any of our listeners who find themselves in this situation where they're having to navigate the space of online learning. Teboho, thank you so much for coming to the show and thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so, so much for inviting me. I am truly, truly humbled. And I just hope that what I'm going to share today might touch a few lives and that they'll be also be able to just see that these stories matter and they're able to just implement mm. these stories in every aspect of their lives as well. I'm so excited, Tebuho. Like, I am just like, wow, why can't I? I'm, I, I, I'm almost like, why can't I be reborn again so I can listen to this and do my life differently? Like, starting a foundation at 19? No, not even 19, before 19. I'm just like, wow. <laughs> You're amazing. But before we get to that, I just want to find out a bit more about you. Who is Tebuho? Like, tell us about Tebuho. Where do you come from? How, do you have yeah. siblings? Um, how was growing up? Talk to us about that okay so to, i was born and raised in the east Rand in a township called daviton so that's where home is and i've just been living there my whole life i remember we moved to the house that we currently living in mm. uh, when i was eight months so growing up I, i'm the only girl at home i have two other siblings an older brother and a younger mm. brother and so I think the reason why I am the way I am today in terms of I'm an intro, I always say I'm a confident introvert. I don't know if that makes sense, but I, I, I've, just always loved, <laughs> I've just always loved being indoors, being by myself, yeah. but also you know, reading books and, you know, the certain things I couldn't have, certain conversations I couldn't have with my older brothers. So I've always just drawn from other young ladies, whether it be from a magazine or just watching interviews. And I, and that's just how I sort of became the person that I am. Mm. I, I live with both my parents, which is something that I must say a lot of South Africans are unfortunate to, you know, grow up in a household where you mm. still have both parents. Mm. And I grew up in a family where my parents are advocates of education. You know, they yeah. didn't necessarily get the best education due to circumstances back then but mm. if there's one thing that they made sure is that we grew up in a township but they always made sure that we go to private schools and they always mm. just afforded us the opportunity to to be in in, in those specific spaces and just they oh my, my my dad always says this that you know his role is to give us a foot in the door you know mm, if if mm. he's able to just give us that opportunity to just put our foot in the door you know whether or not we stay in the room will then be up to us you know are we going to wow. take the opportunity that they have afforded to us you know with both hands and i actually want to share this i've never said mm. this to anyone but it's a funny story so when my dad mm. uh, was growing up so he moved to johannesburg and he was working for a company that i was building 
um, schools and back, back then in apartheid they were building schools and just helping out with building stuff so believe it or not he actually built the um it con- the, the commerce uh, faculty at UJ he was one of the people who was building the building the specifically the commerce building wow. and I look at it now right now and and cuz my my older brother also went to to UJ he was doing a BCom in economics and he was also in the in commerce faculty and I look at myself and like I'm also in the commerce I don't know if uh, I also am a great and huge believer of God and I think yeah that just is that you know God works in so many amazing ways you know Absolutely. to from having the dad build you know be one of the people building those building only for him to to you know now realize that he was building it for his kids and it's wow. such a profound such a profound profound um, um story so wow. so so yeah that's 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 my growing that my upbringing and then my mother's also just been in the corporate space for over 25 years now she's wow. been literally working for the same company um it's a communications company one of the biggest that we have in south africa wow. and she she started off as a receptionist and she worked her way up and she's been there wow. ever since so that's that's the sort of a support Ooh. system and that i grew up in and you know i i look at it and i and and i think if there's one thing that i'm also just so grateful for is mm. they introduced to god and yeah. allowing me to just also figure out this god thing for me you know because sometimes yeah. it's, it's so easy to to grow up in a household where you go into church every sunday but you yes. don't know god you know and 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 it, when you when you get yourself in certain situations you don't mm. you don't realize that time for you to to have this connection with your creator you know you don't have time to call mommy and say mommy please pray for me no yeah. you don't know, as much as always going to pray for you but you it's very important especially in times like these where it's so easy for you to to get lost in yeah. everything that's happening in the world i always um you know people always ask me how am i always so confident and positive about mm-hmm. life and i think i always say that his plans for me are written in the word you know yeah. in in his word and it's already there you know who am i to to not succeed because in jeremiah 29 verse 11 for instance yeah. he says that i know the plans that i have for you that's to make you prosper and to give you a bright future and who am i not to take that and live with it and run with it so wow. so yeah <laughs> wow that's, that's, i i i have chills going through I have like goosebumps going all over my body um i have just have so much to say and so much to draw out i want to draw out so much from what you've just said but it's so amazing is you know don't you just love fathers like fathers play such an important role they are they are the backs that sweated that we stand on and you have physical proof of that you have proof that as you walk in the buildings of the university of johannesburg particularly the commerce faculty you can literally yeah. physically and spiritually walk on your father's or stand on your father's uh, uh, shoulders and and that's just so amazing um and i love what your father said to you that he says he 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 created the opportunity for you guys through the education he afforded um, you and your siblings to put your foot in the door and that's such yeah. an amazing thing because and 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 i've spoken to this with with, with many of 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 my speakers on this platform to say um 
that we have, we some we are presented with so many opportunities in life, but sometimes because we do not have the eyes to see, or we think the opportunity must come in a platter that is the same as your next door neighbor, you almost like no, unless it's in a le creuset. I don't even know how to pronounce that. Yeah. <laughs> the le creuset. What? How do you pronounce it? Help me out, table four. Um, you know, uh, fancy. Yes, <laughs> those new fancy pots. You're like, unless it's in package like that, I'm not going to accept this. And and you have uh, you have such a solid foundation in who you are and what you want to achieve in life. But we're going to go more into that a bit later. I want to talk to you yeah. about your primary and secondary schooling. How was that for you? You mentioned that you went to private schools, um, but I can yeah. imagine going to private schools. So I also also only went to private schools, but there's, there's, there's this particular nuance about being in a private school where you're within, but you're you're not within. I don't know not if you you're not I get, I, get, I get what you're saying. Yeah, in the peripherals. You just made it. That toenail just made it into that door. Yeah. How was that for you, navigating that space? I'm taking up that opportunity to go to private schools, but I, I don't put words yeah. in your mouth, but this was my experience where you didn't feel like you belonged. Like everybody yeah. car and a cell phone and you're just you know um but how was that experience for you from primary and secondary school um i think just to go back to what i said it's been the beginning that my parents have just always been advocates of education and with me being the confident introvert that i was and always just being indoors and constantly wanting to learn more i think mm-hmm. that for me was the greatest and, and approach that i could have to my schooling life so i went to the a primary the primary school that I went to was different from the high school that I went to, although they were both although both private schools. Mm-hmm. So in primary, um, I, I get what you're saying, where you, where you're saying you are there, mm-hmm. but you don't feel like you belong there because of obviously your peers and and sort of yes. the the backgrounds they come from and looking yes. at yourself and you you come from a township and you know you don't really. But I think for me, as I said, just having that approach a perspective of i'm here to learn more if anything the platform that i need to use to make my life better so that my you know kids can also grow up in those suburbs and also you know feel like they belong when they get to these spaces so that's the approach that i had and i think this is evident in i've I've just always been a hard worker i've been an academic ever since i was in grade r i remember Mm. um always being in the top three um, to us to a point where when I was in grade six I was I was head girl I was made head girl and wow. I was shy I was the shyest I was probably one of the shyest wow. but my my I've always had the grit or the, the energy to constantly want to learn you know mm. I, I was always pouring my my my, my heart out and I remember um, sometimes when I, I had school duty, when uh, in grade six, you had patrolling duty where you have to come in early and leave mm. a bit later than anyone else. And I remember the only thing that I, I had one transport and my parents didn't have a car, so they couldn't really fetch me from school. So I didn't have that privilege. I think even in high school, I never really had that privilege. But the one thing that they always did was that they would wait for me. My dad would wait for me and we would go by taxi together, you wow. know, and same thing in, in high school. I, 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 I wasn't, I wasn't the most sporty person, but there was a point where I played soccer. There was a point where I loved wow. playing chess. And I remember uh, during chess tournament season, we'd go 
we'd have games that started at 6 a.m., which means I have to be at school by 5 a.m. so that the the transport at school would take us to the tournament. And sure. I remember we'd leave home around four, half past half past four in the in the a.m.s, you know, by taxi. And my my dad would ensure that he goes with me so that sure. we, you know I'm there safe. You know, even when we come back from the chess tournament, because usually it takes up the whole day. We'd come back around 6 p.m. My dad would still be there. You know, to sure. to go back home with me, and it's it's those little things, and I think that's why I've always been in a space of yeah. of gratitude and in a space yeah. of look at this from a different perspective. I don't yeah. think I would have the I would I don't think I'd have this this constant urge to learn and find out more in life if I had life on a silver platter, you know, wow. and. think and i think the the things that i don't have are the things that make me want to have the things i want to have sure. in life sure. enough that makes sense that's it, just it, my this absolutely makes sense because i was talking to a friend of mine yesterday and i said wow i was also reflecting on my life and thinking you know sometimes yeah. situations of pain and trauma sometimes when you're going through it, you don't totally understand why but when i look back and i was just laughing with my friend and i said If I had not gone through what I've gone through and what I'm currently going through right now, wow, I wouldn't even be talking to you. You wouldn't be my friend because. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she was like, "I know because because mm-hmm. friends can tell that you know, um, you're this girl like it's 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 yeah." And so life, so I always say life is this way of it's a delicate balance of pain and purpose, um, of of, yeah. of negative and positive. It keeps you balanced. because if 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 i don't have that pain at the same time as my purpose wow no i would not talk to anybody why would i need to talk to anybody you don't have a story to tell you know I don't your, your... there we go that's true. A story to tell and, and and it's so amazing how you say that um because for me just hearing your story i've, I've just drawn out two things that the, the need of a strong support system but even a greater need for having a vision for your life um and, and just want to draw into at such a young age you've achieved so much um how and how how did you get to that next level yeah. because i'm a strong believer in you are who you surround yourself with so you mentioned okay you're an only girl and you you quickly realized okay i'm an only girl the things that i can't speak to my other siblings about um i can't yeah. to my mom but oh you know she you know she <laughs> not totally understand what i'm going through and and why is this and it's not just respect to any mothers or to your mom why i'm saying that is because yeah. i'm currently going through this with my daughter so she is an only girl with two boys and already i've judged mm-hmm. and i'm like this is i'm going to refer her to you because there is such a <laughs> there's such a disconnect yeah, with us yeah. like we fight we i don't quite understand she's like mom you need to have another girl because i have nobody to talk to and i'm like girl i'm not having any more children <laughs> right i'm finished i'm done and and it's because i also don't come from a um, from an only girl uh, i'm a family of three but i'm i've got a sister so i don't okay. understand what it is I to have a sister yeah yeah exactly so what how do you be, how did you become a next level thinker yeah. because it doesn't happen in isolation it who do you surround yeah. yourself with i know you've got your parents i know you've got a strong support system but what else do you do to surround yourself with other people that are doing that make you uncomfortable yeah. uncomfortable enough to think bigger 
what do you do? Because I'm, I have no doubt that you you are in uncomfortable spaces because only next level peak thinkers think big. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so how, 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 please tell us, how do you do it? Let me, let me, okay, let me just try and um, answer it the best way that I know how. I think I always say that, you know, surround yourself with people who reflect who and what you want to be in life. Sure. And and in, in that sense, you should also be that someone because relationships, I always say friendship and relationships are about reciprocation, you know, yes. what you give, you know, and what you receive need to sort of be the same thing, you know. I, I don't really have the biggest circle of friends. Um, I kid yeah. you not, I only made friends at UJ this year, actually, beginning, beginning sure. of this year. I made, made two friends, Nelisa and Itumileng, and those have just been... Uh, wow. my friends ever since then you know they're my go-to people right now and to think i've been at uj for two years now and wow. for me it's because i'm really specific with the people that i that i want in my in my circle i always say that you make sure that you have a circle of friends and you're not in, in a cage where mm. you are caged the way of thinking is caged and 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 mm. that's just been my 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 approach to life and my approach to the people that I allow in my space and also I always try and be that support system that they need and I always say that if you are in my space there is no way that you leave without being in, inspired or or me telling maybe you tell me about your vision and me telling you how about you do this or you mm. know there, there's this opportunity this this how this is how you can monetize on this so I'm just always I've just always been that how can I how can wow. I make this opportunity bigger? And how can I ensure that this, this 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 table that I'm trying to create, how can I extend it and bring on more of my friends onto it? And sure. the other thing on, for, for instance, how my idea about the foundation came about was that in grade 11, as I said, I was always, I've always been an academic. I was part of the great um, top three uh, people at my school. So mm. I don't know if you know Gibbs, the Gordon Institute of Business Science. It's UP's yes. business school. So yes. each year they have a program called Spirit of Youth Program where they go to different mm-hmm. schools around Gauteng and they choose the top three grade 11 students to be yes. part of the program for the whole year where we go in every, um, the first Saturday of every month. And so basically that's where you meet up with people who are your age. So 16, 15, 17, people from different backgrounds, different schools and it's basically a leadership program where we have each each Saturday when we go there, we have different um things that we're doing different um topics that we are tackling in that day and i remember there was a time where we had a session and we were sort of debriefing and people we would people were telling us about what it is that they're doing at the tender age of 15 16 17 and i remember there's this young guy who stood up and he said you know his father has helped him build a an aviation school and this aviation school form you know how aviation schools are so expensive and there's so many black people who really want to get into that space but they don't yeah. have this, the the resources to be in those spaces and and he was just unpacking how you know that aviation school that he has started is is going to try and bridge that gap and wow. i said then i thought what am i doing with my life wow. <laughs> with all the resources that i have i mean i guess i come from a township and as i said i come from township and i had friends here who 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 also went unfortunately they all they went to township schools and their way of thinking and my way of thinking i've always seen that that gap you know that the way they they, they i remember i had a conversation with one of them and they were saying 
you are so fortunate that you have been exposed to the outer world you know you get mm. the opportunity or the privilege to sometimes go to Santin and go that's the other thing that I loved going I loved going to different events where you know even in spaces where you feel like you don't belong but for the fact yeah. that you leave so motivated and inspired you know you hear people tell tell you about their life story and unfortunately sometimes you have to pay like your 300 rands just to hear someone tell you yeah. about your life story their life story but they they so motivated and inspired and I think at that moment in that room that's when I thought to myself why don't I take all of this that is happening in your sentence sermon as why don't I take it to a place that is needed wow. the most which is the township areas yeah. you know I may not have the money I may not have but I have this idea you know mm. and I can and I know I build on this idea and that's where the idea of of starting my foundation came about I was like yes I'm 16 but I know people who are in different fields who are in the entertainment industry who are in entrepreneurship who are young doing amazing things and I know these are people who would be willing to come and speak to these young individuals at sure. you know township schools that just network with them because I always say that your network is your network you know we live yes. in a time society yes. where you know you having that degree and that paper in as much as it, it shows that you you've worked hard but that alone you, it, it's one of those things that will get you to that to the door but mm-hmm. for you to now have the power to open that door and stay mm-hmm. in that room unfortunately you need to ensure that your network base is strong Absolutely. you know and we live in a time where unfortunately our parents still have that mentality of you know for you to be successful you need to be a, a chartered accountant you need to be a lawyer and, and a doctor what we are not conversations that we are not having with these young individuals is that if you want to be a dj be a dj but go to sound engineering school so that you can yeah. enhance and enhance your craft and ensure that you are the best dj there is out there because you know all the tech cool stuff but also with the raw talent that you still have you know be able to to nurture that so that's what I've I've been trying to do with with my foundation is that correct the the, the problems that we have with our educational system you know it's not easy but it's the little that we can do these conversations that we can have with them and also just giving them information they can't necessarily get from the internet you know and also yeah. just for them to be inspired realize that black child you, you, your dreams are valid so the yeah. aim of it is just to bridge the gap between young people living in, in the suburbs and privileged backgrounds and those who come from underprivileged backgrounds by giving them resources and a network you know sure. uh, so so yeah that, that's how i sort of got to the idea of starting my own foundation when i was 16 sure you know speaking to tebogo it it really you, you know i know why i left corporate to go into academia Yeah. But speaking to you reminds me again why I left. Um because you you mentioned something so important. Um it's something that I always say that there's always something, always somebody who can learn something from you. It doesn't matter what stage of life That's you're true. in. And it's That's it's very true. It's not even monetary. It's It's just I I know we live in an information age. So I'll tell you of what happened during the the weekend. So we were trying to yeah. investigate how to um change postpaid electricity into prepaid. So you'd okay. think in 2020 you can just search Malume Google and you'll get the answer. But Malume Google is taking me everywhere but nowhere. And I then was like, you know what? Let me call on my colleague who kind of knows a lot of things 
and I called on him and I said, listen, guy, I know you know these things. Uh, please, can you, you know, let me know how I can navigate and get this information. A seemingly simple thing that could have taken me so much longer if I didn't have a network, if I didn't have a relationship with people based beyond let's just go and have fun. I mean, fun is important, but that's true. That's you know, true. It's important, but you also need to surround yourself with people where you know, okay, this person is in my life because they have this strength. This person is in my life because they have that strength. And I can leverage on that. And they can leverage. They know my strengths as well. They can leverage on my strengths as well. And that, that is just so important. And, and, and it's amazing that you learned that lesson at a young age. Like, I'm learning it now at 36, that even my children can teach me things. Um, yeah that I can't see because they're at a level where they're experiencing different things. So I'll tell you now, so my kids have, are playing this game. Um, and I, I was observing them. I was doing my daughter's hair in the morning just before this call and I was observing them. So yeah. they play this game on their different devices as they interact with each other. So the tradition yeah. in me wants to be like, you guys should be reading a book. Why are you not reading a book? Why are you on your device? Yeah. I just decided, let me just observe. Then I saw them, first of all, I saw two things. I saw them interacting in a level that you, as a mother, you want to see your, your offspring interacting. They were engaging. They were trying yeah, to figure yeah. out the thing. I don't know this game, but they were trying to figure it out. And another thing I found, I heard my daughter saying, yeah, I need to check my inventory. And I was like, wait, hang on. Wow. <laughs> and she learned that from a game. And I'm like, you need to check your your." It's like, I need to check my inventory. And she understands what inventory is without even reading at such a young age from all these devices that we are, I am, not guess not you guys, but I am so yeah. I'm thinking, oh my gosh, how about if there's a predator? How about, you know, you think of all the bad things that happen and you don't think of all the good things and this is why it's so amazing and this is why i created this platform i have a story to tell because hearing your story and i'm going to my daughter is going to listen to this podcast and i'm going to listen to table she's also in only <laughs> two brothers but look what she's yeah. because she will hear your story but she won't hear me because i'm just this old granny who's stuck in i don't the know <laughs> you know yeah. who's just, always telling her to do things that she doesn't understand. You know what I'm saying? So this is yeah. the thing about, about you telling and sharing your story. So typical 2020, 2020 has been the plot twist that none of us expected. Yeah. We came into 2020. No one saw this coming. <laughs> no one saw this coming. In fact, we saw it coming in the West, the East, West China, the East. And we just thought, ah, it will never come here. Come on, just yeah. come with your stuff. Yeah. Then it just came woof. All our words, all our plans. How has 2020 been for you? Sure. Um, the start of 2020, I went, I was very excited. You know, yeah. I was thinking, I remember... Um, you know how everyone manifests manifests their dreams on Twitter, and I remember the beginning yes. of the year, I wrote. Um, I was being, I was feeling so strongly about the speaking um, aspect of my, I suppose, career or my life. Yes. So I was, I was saying that you know, in 2020, I can't wait to just being, you know, booked for more speaking engagements and just, oh, wow. you know, putting myself out 
whilst just building my brand. And then fast forward to to March, and my birthday was on the 17th of March. That's when I turned wow. 19, and I was still at school. I remember that week, and that's when the lockdown um, started being implemented. And I was like, how do we move from you know Debuho wanting to be on those platforms and now you know having this wow. um, I won't lie at first I think obviously all you're thinking is okay now there's certain things that I can't implement anymore mm-hmm. and there's certain things that I you know so many doors are now closed or now I need to st- sort of reevaluate um, yeah. things that I have to do but funny enough um, I remember when uh, Cyril Ramaphosa announced the lockdown i can't remember the exact date but yeah. uh as i said I'm, I'm, i love writing uh, and as much as i love speaking i also love writing about things that i that i feel strongly about yes. and i remember with linkedin i was like okay uh, let me publish my very first um article and i remember i titled it 24 days of metamorphosis and this was in relation to the 24 days of lockdown that Cyril had just implemented and in the piece um, I really was just talking about let's change our perspective, you know, in as much as we're seeing as this, you know, just being indoors for 24 days, but let's change the perspective of seeing this as an opportunity to just bring ourselves back to ourselves. You know, when the world is so normal, we are so busy doing so many things, you know, we're so busy going out with our friends, so busy making moves, as the new generation would say, that we don't have time to to see to to check with ourselves and say are you still chasing your dream or are you chasing someone else's dream you know are you still aligned with god's plan for your life you know are you still walking in your purpose or are you just making moves are you just being a jack of all trades and a master of none you know and i think for me the first 24 days that's when i you know i i use that and I say 24 days of metamorphosis because that's the process that a, a butterfly goes, you know, goes into when they move sure. from being, a, you know, a cocoon to a caterpillar to an actually an actual butterfly. That it's this changing process, it's this process of you refinding yourself again, you know, going mm-hmm. back to your vision board and things that I've always wanted to achieve here, you know, mm-hmm. and and. You know, that's that's literally what I did in those 24 days. I just brought myself back to myself because you don't wow. have that opportunity when the world is 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 normal, you know. Yeah. And and that's what I that's what I did during that sure. time. And and you know, remember when I was telling you that I was so hacked that I couldn't get any speaking engagement opportunities. Mm. But funny enough, during that lockdown, you know, I was actually I found myself working with companies that I always because now you're sitting there, everyone is at home, so I always have this narrative of shoot your shot at these big corporates if you want yes. to be part of a corporate speaking engagement I, that's what i was doing i was sending people emails left right, left, right and center and i was saying if they don't respond it's okay but then yeah. there's also possible them responding to my emails and they responded most of them responded and i ended up having zoom sessions and doing wow. what i love look at that now on a on a much bigger platform you know if we would have probably had 100 people in a room now with the webinar you probably have a thousand people watching yeah. it and now available on youtube more people can watch it even even later on so uh it's it's just amazing i just always go back to to god and you know yeah. we have plans about our, i think if there's anything that 2020 has taught me is that we plan you know we plan our lives we might have all these vision boards but at the end of the day god is the one who decides how things yeah. need to be 
and I think this is how he wanted things to be even though it's hard for us to accept it you know and the other thing that we were doing in the beginning of the year is defining for our you know we had people in parliament you know telling us about what the fourth industrial revolution is and Mm. we heard a lot of people talking about it but no one really got it no one really understood it it's only when COVID hit that actually we are living in a time where schools whether they like it or not need to start implementing or going online one way or the other you know and and this sort of been a catalyst and a big basically fast-paced the process of us actually implementing these things like fourth industrial revolution so that's how i sort of took this lockdown and this whole COVID uh pandemic situation i think i just changed my perspective on yeah. how i looked at it at first and it sort of helped me in terms of navigating around it wow you remind me of of, of a quote by victor frankel that says when you're no longer to change a situation we're challenged to change ourselves. And and for me, that's what 2020 has been for me. Um, it was a shock um, to have to stay at home, but I think secretly, deep down, this was the break I desperately needed. And because yeah. as, as like you have all these plans, um, but you sometimes don't know, are these still my plans? Or are they the plans of yeah. the other person? Yeah. Am I am I riding a wave? Am I am I trying to be relevant instead of am I trying to be you know famous instead of relevant? Am I trying to be? Yeah. I'm so stuck in that. I felt suffocated, um, and this was just the break that I needed. And, and as like you, I love to speak, and um, and I found with speaking, I need to also develop my skill of writing. And I found writing is such a therapeutic uh, process. So well done for for for, for doing it. So, That's so amazing. Um, so Teboho, wow, you are securing the speaking bag, you are securing the <laughs> writing bag. I've seen your articles on LinkedIn, they're amazing. I've read through them, I've jotted down ideas. You are securing so many bags. Please. <laughs> How are you securing the online learning bag? Because I, I a lot of my students are reaching out to me and they're just like, ma'am, I just, I know you've tried your best. I know you and your team have tried your best to create the module, to create everything, but we are struggling. And there's, and I feel yeah. so stuck because I'm like, I don't know what to do. I don't know how to help my students. Please, Teboho, help my students. Tell us, how are you securing this online learning bag? You know, I think this whole lockdown situation, if there's anything that it has exposed in terms of our um, education, also just being in, in universities, that mm. it has really asked you the question of, are you really disciplined? Or is it oh. because, you know, the set timetable that you'd follow when you're in varsity and you'd go to your lecture and sure. after your lecture that you've done for the week for that particular lecture so that's the question i sort of had to ask myself you know yeah. are you doing this for you or are you doing this for someone else and and you know i had to sit down with myself and and and, and now you know because now you have lectures but they are recorded they're pre-recorded so now it's a matter of are you going to sit down with yourself yeah. and go through a two-hour lecture and write notes by yourself without someone else you know telling you that at this time you have a lecture you need to be here and, and wow. this is what you need to do and 
and and that's what I sort of had to polish on. You know, I I wasn't perfect in terms of mastering all of that, but I sort of had to you know go back to the old days of of writing a, a timetable where you you mm. say I wake up at time, and and that's the thing that I realized that you know it it it, it takes a habit. You need you need to make mm. it a habit in order. For to, you know to 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 really excel in something you know um and and that's what i did i i said go back to doing the whole thing of having a timetable where you wake up at at 6 a.m and you know that okay by 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 seven or, or by eight i'm already done with with eating my breakfast and i'm already dressed up the other thing that i love doing is i always say you need to show up for yourself each and every day you know mm, the the, mm. the big way feel you know when you when you feel the best the best when I, when i feel my best is when i am dressed well and i and i yes. look pretty and i feel nice so that's what i always try to do i always just you know show up for myself in the morning and and dress the way i dress if i was going to class and and just sure. show up you know at the back of uh, you know in, in my my study desk and just be the person that you'd you know carry on with life the way life would have carried on if the the lockdown wasn't happening but now it's it's just a different um environment where you are at home instead of actually being at school yeah and that's what i did you just sure. just followed the timetable of at 12 that's your break for one hour and then after 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 one you come back and you you work again and then at 5 p.m. you call it quit for quits for the day and then you you do other things like I, I love listening to podcasts that's yeah. one of the things that I I do afterwards or read a book a book or catch up on social media platforms but it takes that discipline you know that that strict strict routine that you have for yourself because that's the only way you can get to it because otherwise you'll sit there and say I'll go through this 2 hour lecture and then mm. tomorrow happens and then you have other lectures clashing and then this just it, it, it gets too much it gets a lot so it's yeah. very important for you to have a set routine and, and look uh, um some people are not morning people and I understand yeah. and I think it's very important for us to also just understand how your body works and how you when do you work best you know at yeah. night or during the day and I think that's when you need to implement your your routine around and and that's the nice thing about this thing is that you have the privilege of doing that cuz at school usually you know lectures can't take place at 8 p.m. but mm. if you now you know work best at 8 p.m. then you can say at 8 p.m. that's when i can actually start working and maybe doing a whole cross night session and maybe sleep during the day and mm-hmm. that's that was the nice thing but you need to be disciplined and have a set routine that will work for you and show up for yourself you know the best way if if you feel like doing a whole face beat in order for you to focus do that mm-hmm. <laughs> um and, and 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 that's just how i sort of tried to navigate it's been a bit hard but yeah. with the set routines i think it just really has made it a bit easier for me and and yeah and my marks have been i've been doing well academically and i think wow. i think it just goes back to the amount of work that i've also just been putting in and and also you know it goes back man i think it goes back to doing a course that you thoroughly love yeah. and but enough i didn't think out love cuz i in in high school i did science subjects i didn't do commerce at all i didn't mm. do accounting at all and i here i was i was like i'm 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 getting into this new world let's see what it has and i think just me you know always constantly listening to podcasts that are in relation to the ca profession also engaging with already qualified cas on on linkedin or social media yes. platforms and just seeing yourself 
or, or seeing, you know, as Uzibini says, seeing yourself reflected in them, you know, it's, it's yeah. such an amazing thing, such a drive that each and every day, and I also have quotes on my bedroom wall, and I also have future CASA manifesting on, it's a big quote on my wall, and I think each and every day when I wake up, when I feel lazy, that's the first thing that I look at, I'm like, that's your end goal, so you not wanting to wake up or you not wanting to do your work does not serve you in any way and certainly does not serve the world in any way so you need to wake up girl and then do that work because no one is going to do it for you and sure. that's just how been my approach in anything that's so amazing Teboho, because this is something that i'm, I'm always um harping on about in, in lectures and yeah it when it comes from somebody like me i think i think my students believe that i was born in i was born you know but i just dropped from heaven to the state <laughs> you know what i mean and you forget that yeah. my students forget that when i say things i'm saying from experience but what is so yeah. amazing, why i really wanted you to come and speak to my students um through this platform is because they will hear it better from you because you're within it right yeah for me it just yeah. seems like i'm that irritating mom who's just telling you to <laughs> every morning and wake up and make your bed and um, to learn the principle of consistency because what we do yeah. every aspect of our life affects everything and, and and what i love about your story i'm just drawing out the principles that other people can apply is that number yeah. one of a bigger why you know why you're doing mm, what true. you're doing and when you have a bigger why emotions do not are irrelevant and and i'll say this and i'll say this cautiously because i know that emotions are relevant but when you when you know why you need to do something you don't have to like it you don't and i always say to my students i say to them you don't have to like me you don't have to like the course you it, it's not yeah. it's not about the course it's about why are you here in the lecture listening to me why are you here at university doing this um so like you know yeah. ta you have four or five different disciplines that you need to grasp trust me of that five you probably only have two that you actually really love the others you just have to tolerate qualified ca talk about deferred texts and how no one really gets what deferred texts and as a exactly like pervasive skills or what's this <laughs> account in auditing all this terminology yeah, so, yeah. don't really get um all these things that you need to do but you don't really get but you know why and and you have yeah. so many yeah. you have so many why that remind you and, and and i love how you reward yourself in line with your vision so a lot of us yeah. i always emphasize this in class and to people who care to listen to say when you're on a diet no you've done very good yeah. monday to friday no you don't go and reward yourself saturday and sunday by having a chocolate cake i mean have a slice now it just goes back to yeah <laughs> it just you goes just, back to you know yeah. put yourself <laughs> in line with your vision go and buy hair of shoes or do your hair or whatever and you reward yourself in line with the vision so you say okay i have a, a structure a program that i wake up and 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 after i finish i watch a few podcasts that are in yeah. 
my vision. Yeah. Surround myself with people that are doing better than me in line with my vision. So sometimes you don't have the opportunity to see someone physically, but because we're in this yeah. way, you can, people, it's like you can listen to motivational videos on YouTube, you can listen, you literally can be somebody's friend. You know what I'm saying? You can be somebody's friend without even, even knowing, and that that's so amazing. So I want to draw down those principles. Number one, you say, I, I, I believe having a bigger why. Uh, that I've drawn out from from what you're talking about. Ha, create a program, a set program that you stick to. Um, yeah. always, that um, works for you. That well. works yeah. exactly. That works for you in your current situation. So yeah, like for me, waking up at six a.m. is already too late. I have to wake up at three a.m. <laughs> of my kids. So to tell somebody else to say wake up at three a.m. Um, may not work for somebody else, but for me it works. Um, and my day is already, everything that I need to do has to be finished before the kids wake up. So so have a program, uh, show up for yourself daily. I love that. Like I have got this plastic, you know, you know those plastics where, you know you buy those two-in-one blankets from China. So yeah. <laughs> go, I go and buy hair stuff. So I do hair also, like I do my own hair. So I go and buy hair stuff, all these hair, oh, like... Well. And, and braids and all this stuff. I watch videos on YouTube on how to DIY short hair because my hair is currently short. So every time I'm feeling like a, I'm in a, shl- a, a, a flump and, and you rightfully say, yeah. you need to lift it up. I literally will dedicate, I'll say next week, Thursday, I'm going to spend the whole Thursday braiding my hair. I'll go buy those blue two-tone braids and I will make yeah. box braids. I will sit in front of the mirror and I'll be, and I'm not doing my braids just for doing my braids. I'm doing it because I want to fulfill what I want to fulfill my bigger why. To fulfill my bigger why. But right now, I'm in a slump. I'm in a slump. I'm feeling all sorts of not nice. And I need to get back onto the train. So I'm dedicating the whole Thursday to doing my hair. And sometimes the only person who will do that for you is you. Exactly. Exactly. And that is what is the beauty of knowing what you have control over and what you don't have control over. So, mm. oh, thank you. You have given us, you've given me. I don't, I don't know. I know. I know this was for for my students, but you know, like you've given me so yeah. much inspiration, and I know you've definitely given everybody who's listening so much inspiration. I just want to end off with a quote, which I think is so apt for you. It's a, it's almost like an inspirational quote. It's by Marianne uh, Williams. Um, I'm sure you've, you've, Williamson, sorry. I'm sure you've heard it before. Um, I, I, okay. <laughs> yes. I'm sure you've heard it before, but I, it's so apt for you. Um, uh, it, it's called Our Deepest Fear. So, oh, that's my favorite. I kid you not. Oh, yeah? Every interview that I've had, yeah? this is a quote that I always, always share. And it's wow. at the, literally back of my bedroom door wow the funny thing yeah. is the moment we started speaking um so every time uh, this podcast i i i i jot down what what quote it can yeah off like with yesterday with grant um i i just got the man in the arena by theodore roosevelt about the man the better the man who is in the arena than the the, the critic who is the tree. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it was so apt. So I just want to read it. I know you know it, but I just want to read it. Oh man, I'd love uh, reinforce yeah. it and may it may it cement holes that are currently in your life and may it 
redirect you back again to your bigger purpose in life and it may inspire also others who are listening to it right now so i'm just going to read it to you okay. as you listen so it says our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure it is our light not our darkness that most frightens us we ask ourselves who am i to be brilliant gorgeous talented fabulous actually who are you not to be you are a child of god your playing small does not serve the world there is no there is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you we are all meant to shine as children do we were born to make manifest the glory of god that is within us it's not just in some of us it's in everyone and let our light shine we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same as we liberate it from our own fear our very presence automatically liberates others teboho you are letting your light shine you are liberating others let your light shine may you continue to let your light shine may you continue to walk further and deeper into the path that you are destined to walk and may you collide with those who will help you connect the dots as you walk this journey teboho it has been such an honor and such a privilege chatting with you today and i'm so grateful that we were able to chat today Thank you so so much for having me and I think uh, that that last quote really just um it made my day cuz wow. this is literally a quote that I live by when anyone wow. asks me what what's the one quote that I yeah. live by it's literally that that who are you you know not to yes. be and yes thank you thank you so much for allowing wow. me to you know to, to tap in this particular platform and I just really hope that whoever who listens to this and really takes away something from it And thank you so much for creating this platform for wow. for all of us and you know trying to keep us going especially during this lockdown and may yeah. God just continue blessing you abundantly thank as you. well and and your family as well. Wow. Thank you so much Tebuho. Well, there you have it ladies and gentlemen. That is Tebuho Mpahlele, a 19-year-old aspiring CA who is securing all the bags. I am so honored to have spoken to her. And just a secret between the, the between me and you, Tebuho is also one of my students right now. So I am so honored to be speaking to her and learning from her. So thank you so much once again Tebuho for joining us. Thank you so much. <laughs> Cheers. Bye-bye.